0: Hi everyone, just a quick announcement. Our team at Provident will be conducting a webinar titled How We Ensure Reliable Investment Returns for Your Life Goals. It will be held on Tuesday, the 12th of September. In this webinar, we will be going through how we derive the projected returns of our investment portfolios, which is fundamental when it comes to determining the amount our clients need to save and invest for their future. The speakers for the webinar would be our CEO, Christopher Tan, our head of investment, Cheng Chai Sen, and our director and senior advisor to Provident,
1: Dr. Peng Chen. The link to the registration for the webinar is in the description
0: of this podcast. If you are interested, kindly take a pause to register. Thanks, everyone. Without further ado, let's jump right into this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Money Wisdom Podcast. This is a very special episode because we are doing this episode in celebration of our 22nd birthday or our 22nd anniversary of our company's founding. And so today we have two very special guests, May Queen and Vincent, both are founding members, founding directors of Provident, which means they are very old, which means they are older than me. Okay, and then we have invited them to the studio to talk a little bit about their experiences so far over the last two decades with uh, Provident. So, very warm welcome, May Queen and Vincent. And as a start, maybe please introduce yourselves to everyone. Maybe McQueen May first.
2: Hi, Chris. Thank you. I'm very happy to be you know part of this podcast for today. So I'm May Queen. I'm part of the wealth advisory team in Provident. Uh, also, one of the founding members of. Provident, and I have been with Provident since day one, uh, 2001, so it's been like 22 years.
0: Okay, that's my second question actually, but you've answered it already, never mind. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay 20, 22 years. Okay, <laughs> how about Vincent?
1: Hi uh, everyone, uh, nice to be on the podcast for Provident. Um, as you know, my name is Vincent, uh, Vincent Tay. I'm a client advisor and heading up one of the advisory team in Provident. Uh, happily married with three adult children, mm. probably the best time of my life okay. as uh, me and my wife have uh, more time for ourselves.
0: Okay, so I'm glad you say happily married because I'm quite sure uh, I will be sending this link <laughs> to Ting Ting so that uh, she can listen. Okay, Bob, you mentioned that you have been in Providence for 22 years. Yes. I can't remember uh, exactly now, but did you all join Providence the very first day since we started?
2: Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. In fact, even right before officially, you know, we started, uh, I, I remember I was helping out in the training materials, going okay. through the materials wow. uh, to prepare those materials ready for training. Okay.
0: Was that at our first office uh, at Key Point or was it at Yes, um, even at key, point. Oh, it's at key Point. Right. Vincent, Vincent what's about? Uh,
1: three months later, I believe uh, in, in January twenty twenty. Sorry, uh,
0: January 2002. Okay. Right. So, oh, that's slightly later than uh, our official's uh, our, our official birthday, which is uh, September 11, 2001. Right, right. Okay.
1: I I when I first came to Providence, I am already in the
0: uh, lawyer Brothers building. Okay, Raffles Place. Yes. Raffles Place. Yeah, okay, I I know you have introduced a little bit about yourself, but right. maybe just uh, talk through with That's a bit more, McQueen. What exactly? Are, I mean, are you doing now at Provident? Your role, your job. What do you do?
2: Okay, so like I mentioned, I'm part of the wealth advisory team. Mm. So it's clients facing. Uh, I meet clients, you know, prospective clients. Um, I help them with you know coming up, constructing a wealth mm. management plan mm. to help them achieve their life purpose and goals. Okay.
0: Uh, and Vincent, I know you do that as well, but right. over and above that.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Above that, I, I head up a uh, senior uh, advisor uh, team. Okay. Yeah, and the other hat that me and Akin wear is also being in the board of uh, Provident. Okay. Yeah, which hopefully through our experience can add some value to the company.
0: Okay. Yeah. So both of you are client advisors or senior client advisors, but at the same time. Uh, you're uh, in leadership position. For for Vincent specifically, you take care Mm -hmm. of the senior advisors and both of you are board members. That's correct. Uh, Not just on uh, Provident Limited's board, which is a licensed entity, but also you are uh, on the board of our holding company.
1: That's right. Right.
0: Right. So, I mean, they always hear from me talking about, you know, how our early years were like. Uh, I think no one... And I think really no one has ever heard the story from both of you, right? Because I, I paint myself my story, I see it through my lenses. But maybe uh, we'll start with Meekwin May first. Maybe share with all of us uh, in, from your perspective, how were our initial years like?
2: Um, okay, our initial years, I think one word to describe would be tough. Very tough, uh, difficult. Uh, why? Because from the business point of view, uh, this fee-only, you know, provident this fee-only model of doing business is something new in Singapore, and we were the first fee-only company. Fight Wealth advisory firm in Singapore. So unlike in the US, where you know consumers are not used to paying a mm. fee for financial advice in Singapore. So that makes it difficult, so-called, to do business. Mm. Uh, and in the earlier years, we have no brand, no name. So mm. that makes it even tougher from the business point of view. Mm. Um, which means also that financially, uh, from us, so-called, for us, individual, right, uh, we suffered a big pay cut compared to what we were drawing previously. Mm. Uh, and this model of doing business is actually a very slow way of generating revenue compared mm. to commission-based and all that. Mm. And I think a lot of us founding members, we really simplified our lives. Mm. Uh, and I think what we are thankful for is our spouse, you know, our family members who have been really supportive that enable us to go through so-called this. Tough, challenging years.
0: Yeah, thanks, queen uh, Vincent, anything else? Yeah, I
1: echoed uh, queen a lot in terms of our family member. Yeah, so in the earlier, uh, of course, until now, uh, The pillar of my strength is uh, my wife. You know, uh, her trust and the support. And no matter how hard and how tough, sometimes you mm. know, when I when I go home, you know, always have uh, good food. Mm. Yeah, healthy mm. food, mm. and of course, uh, plenty of. Or space to to rest and mm. and much love learn mm. yeah. and and uh, also you know uh, all these twenty two years, my wife have never uttered a words of doubt mm. or deterring mm. yeah. so so that's that's definitely you know um, I'm really thankful mm. for uh, my beginning year with making probably a little bit different. Um, I guess the nature of me being an optimist. And I remember, if I remember correctly, Miquid, yeah. you you probably helped uh, Chris and Aaron look into the numbers and all this, which I don't, right? So she I does don't, everything for us. Yeah, right? I don't. She understand. did everything for us from training, <laughs> competency, <laughs> compliance, yeah. everything that we don't want to, or yeah. I don't want to do. Yeah. So in a way, I'm shielded from, you know, all the difficult, uh, tough time. You know, looking at the books and and and, and how much money we have and all mm. this. Yeah. So to me, you know, I am warm up easily to. New ventures and all this, so mm. I remember the younger the 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 initial is very exciting and fun. Mm. But of course now I, I look back, to me is actually we are very courageous thinking about it right, and and in some one's eyes could be uh, we're a little bit crazy. Naive. <laughs> <laughs> I I think we're not naive. Uh, that one I I think we we we, we had done t- yeah. You know, especially you and Aaron and McQueen have done, uh the sum yeah. And and we know what we old very dear to to our heart, mm. yeah, But we are we in a way a bit crazy, You mm. know, uh, perhaps the the trade of most uh, mm. business uh, owner, right? Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Can cannot imagine that we are we are waiting, paying rent, uh, and waiting to apply a lesson
0: uh, license. for an act that is
1: yet to be gazetted. Yeah, it's it's just. <laughs>
0: yeah, I yeah. mean, for those of us who are listening in, and uh, Vincent kept mentioning Aaron. Aaron is actually my co-founder, uh, but Aaron stepped down sometime in 2010 to be a full-time staff with the church. But uh, yes, we are grateful to him for uh, co-founding the company together with me. Mm. Okay, So I'm going to ask both of you do you all remember, I mean it's been two decades, uh, so I do not know mm. how well I remember, but can you remember how much money you brought home during the initial years?
2: Oh, honestly, I cannot remember. Maybe it's so small that <laughs> I don't even want to remember. Okay. Uh, I, I remembered I had to tap on my own savings. Mm. Yeah. Okay. But I think some of them actually did mention and they take like, I remember some, someone showed, they took a photograph of you know their pay, paycheck for the earlier months. But I, mm. I really don't remember.
0: Vincent, can you remember?
2: I cannot remember. Actually, I kept them until the recent... <laughs> <laughs> you mean the paycheck?
0: Yes. I think we pay by check, right? Did we?
1: If I remember correctly, it was some statement. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I kept them. Um, only recently when we were renovating our office, then I, I threw them away.
2: Wow, well, you should have kept to <laughs> our
1: this anniversary. A, <laughs> yeah, yeah, put it on a,
0: a, a yeah. portrait or whatever. But okay, uh, I remember that uh, we didn't have a fixed pay. It was variable. Correct. Yes. Right, And what we did was that whatever revenue that we brought into the firm, we pay rent, we rent. pay whatever bills, we pay our staff. Uh, there weren't a lot of staff, but we did have and we pay. And then whatever that is remaining, I think we share. Right. Uh, and then we bring in uh, revenue ourselves, we get certain cut. Uh, I, I think I can remember. And I think the highest during the initial years, the highest I ever brought home. Was about thousand eight hundred dollars oh, yeah. That wow. was the highest. Really? Uh, but perhaps it's also useful for the listeners to know that before we started Provident, we all knew each other from a commission based insurance firm, mm-hmm. and we are all doing pretty well. Uh, We were the OGs of MDRT. But of course, those days, (laughs) MDRT is very difficult. Not like now. uh, You hear people doing TOT, Mm, COT. mm. Uh, Those days, it's not easy to do MDRT. Uh, Can you all remember how much you all brought home? On average? Or at a peak? Do you remember?
2: I think it's more than 200,000 a year. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's somewhere close to that. Okay. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so that's my figure as well. uh. So, I mean, in a way, it... Uh, put into context where we came from because it's not just us. Uh, the rest of the founders, people like Evelyn, uh, Eleanor, uh, they too have to do the same thing. Basically, we gave up our commission and then to come into a fee-only practice and just taking home thousands of dollars. So yeah, it's indeed very tough. And I mean, y'all could have just left, right? Because mm. Miku you mentioned tap into the savings in your into your savings. And those tough years were not like just months. They were years. Uh, what made you all stay on? Please don't say it's me, okay? That's going to make me very guilty, but please say something else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'll start first. Sure. Thank you, Miku. Um, okay, you know, we, we came together to set up Providence. Mm. We had this dream and this passion, right? We want to set up a company with a purpose uh, to serve our family of clients, to fulfill their dreams and life purpose by providing them with the most honest, independent and you know, competent advice. And, you know, in an industry where there is so much mis-selling, conflict of interest, we just want to do the right things to show that we can still do well, you know, by doing the right things. Mm. So I feel that, you know, it's like we have gone so far, I mean at least, you know, we have done all the hard work Mm. just want to really make it work Mm. and I think lastly, one reason is that I just feel that I couldn't just walk out on the rest of the founding members, right? I can't say okay, this is it, goodbye, you know, take care. Mm. Uh, Over the years, I think we are not just colleagues, Mm. we have become friends Mm. and You know, we just want to continue because we know that it's something honourable and Mm. it will work, it just takes Mm. time. We just want to, you know, press on and support Mm. one another Mm. to make it work.
0: Yeah, plus more importantly, we share the same faith, Mm. right? So, um, yeah, so I guess these are some of the reasons why the founding members stay on. Uh, Vincent?
1: I I have three reasons that uh, when I reflect on uh, that uh, I stay on... uh, you know, the, the same three reasons that I'm, I'm, I'm having it right now still, mm. you know, for me to stay on. And definitely I echo Miquin's, um point about, you know, coming together and know made it work. But as I say, I was an optimist, uh, so I don't really think too much. I just have this uh, feeling that you will, uh, we will make it. Yeah, But also being in a front seat about sales, right? So uh, my experience will be a little bit more different. Yeah. Um, the first reason has always to be my client, mm. because each time when a client put their confidence in us, you know, from the very day that we started, which is a lifelong mm. uh, relationship that we had with the client, we know that you know the money that they entrust with us uh, paramount to the you know to theirs and their family well-being. Mm. So I always make a commitment to myself that you know I will stay for them as long as God keep me here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the second reason is really what Chris you have. Mentioned a lot recently, you know, from the books of "Repacking Your Backs by Mm. Richard Leder and David Shapiro. Mm. Because I really in a place where I am in a place where I belong. Like I just feel that I'm very belong with the people that I love and doing the right things on purpose. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, The final reason, unfortunately, I have to say this is is your (laughs) leadership.
0: Okay, that makes me very guilty now, (laughs) or not guilty? Uh, Burden, burden.
1: Yeah, but but it's it's an honest. uh, uh, Yeah.
0: Thank you, thank you uh, for sharing. Um, yeah, the initial years were tough and I think if we think back, we will think of uh, many of those tough moments. Huh? Right? And I've shared it quite publicly that in the year 2005, somewhere in June of 2005, uh, we came to the realisation that we actually might, or rather at that time, may close down. Right, But somehow, by God's grace, we survived. Right? And mm. I'm sure there were many other bad memories, but I'm also sure that there are many good memories. So maybe I'll start with uh, May Queen again. Um, I know before we recorded this, you said you <laughs> had a hard time trying to remember <laughs> some of these nice memories, but I hope you have gotten some of them and you can share it with us.
2: Okay. Um, okay, maybe it's me, you know, I'm not a very fun person, uh, fun loving. You know, nothing really stands out for me. I tried very hard to recall, but I, I guess it's like maybe nothing like spectacular in particular, but you know, over the years like I think our annual retreats, you know, is is really something to look forward to. Mm, yeah. There's the fun part. And you know, there's also the serious part. You know, where every beginning of the year, you as the CEO, you know, you share about, about uh, the the plans for the new year you know, to all the staff. And we also have the what I call the emo, emotional part. Finale night. The finale finale mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. where you know the last night of the. Retreat where we would do this thing called uh, "I appreciate you." Mm. Basically, we we write on cards or paper, you know, to appreciate everyone in the firm. Mm. So I think that's something very unique and meaningful. Uh, so these are the things I remember. Uh, I also enjoyed the various workshops that the company, you know, organized for. I think practically like almost everyone in the firm. Mm. You know, we had. I was just counting. We had done various those. Uh, personality profiles. Mm. We did the Emergenetics, and there was another profile that I couldn't remember right now. You know, we, we went through like two or three days of workshops, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we discovering okay. mm. our profile and then also our colleague, and then mm. with that, how we can better work with one another. Mm. Uh, we also went through like two or three uh, grooming workshops, no, you know, right. over the years. Mm. Uh, and I remembered the in the earlier years, I think the the clients we onboarded in the earlier years would have remembered we make uh, not homemade office make cookies, cookies. to mm. delight our client. Mm. Um, yeah, so these are some of the you know the nice things. Uh, I remembered, uh, and also the many hours of management meetings that we had had, you know, discussing <laughs> tough issues, those were good challenges. Uh, I remembered sometimes when I come out, you know, at the end of the day, I had headache because it's like for that whole afternoon or day, you are like busy, you know, uh, stressing your brain, you know, mm. the muscles. At the end mm. of the day, I get headache. So these are some of the things that I remembered.
0: Thanks, me Queen. Yeah. Vincent?
1: Yeah, um, f- for me, I think I will uh, describe my my memorable moments in three areas la, yeah the The first one is actually with clients uh. you no know, one of the things about uh, having in this seat for for twenty two years right yeah it's like uh, s- s- as we age and somehow unfortunately, there are several experiences when my clients in recent year either pass away or become mentally incapacitated because mm. of mm. you know unexpected event. And when when we are, when I'm going through this I really reflect a lot, you know, during the time that we had with the client. Because when we started with the client, it's really all planning, all mm. good, meet them, you know, as their plan progress,
0: But when they were younger?
1: Yes. When mm. when they were younger, you know, then we, we share the conversation that we have. Uh, we we even go I even go mail often with some of them. And the next moment, you, you realize that they are not there anymore or they, they are not able to you know, fa- uh, take care of themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a lo- lot of things uh, that go through my mind. You know, uh, the, the, the good thing is always in our know, field, um, at least you know, we are there for the family in this kind of uh, time. Uh, we know that the plan that we put in place for them will mitigate the financial stresses. Uh, still there are plenty of stress, you know, in terms of supporting all the administration of the needed matters. Mm. Yeah, because uh, there are so many things that go through uh, a family when death or a permanent disability occur. And, and that is a good re- reminders of why, you know, uh, I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah, on, on, on the happier side, you know, I also had a lot of clients that, uh, either voluntarily or involuntarily go into retirements. And la- just last week, I have one that called me and said, hey, I, I, I want to go to re- retirements uh, next year, which is a, a year ahead of uh, his plan, right? And what triggered it was the the father uh, were found out to have final stage of cancer recently and just given a few weeks to to leave. leave. Yeah, that, that kind of hit him quite hard, yeah. Um, but when he called me and, you know, Interestingly, he know that I will say, "Yes, we are ready," and, and he just need to hear from me, and, mm. and it's it's so uh, easy, right? That mm. is it's really a nice, uh, nice memorable mm. uh, time uh, conversation that we have. Mm. Yeah. Then in terms of business milestone, of course, I cannot forget the time, you know, when we crossed hundred million in two thousand and six. The relief is there, you know. Uh, when when Genevieve wrote about the articles, mm. you know, I know that he we have survived. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the second one will be wow, thirteen years later. <laughs> mm. That was in March two zero one night when we celebrated that hey we've we've crossed the three hundred million mark. Mm. Uh, so that is really you know uh, very long drought and it make mm. the victory really mm. sweet mm. Hopefully one more coming, mm. but a few days later we'll mm. know whether we had
0: one billion. Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun part I like making mention the retreat is always pretty uh, amazing. Uh, Of course, I remember the one that I was chair in Bali (laughs) where I made everybody climb a mountain (laughs) and of course, I blow the budget big time. (laughs) Uh,
0: You have been overtaken. Nowadays, the younger retreat chairman, they blow the budget even more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) Of course, the most recent one in Sydney, I mean, it's it's a big deal to me. Mm. Uh, Not only that we travel to, you know, such a prestigious destination and more importantly, we're having firm like DFA, you know, a, mm. a, a multi-billion international company that organized for us a two-day mm. conference and firm visit. Yeah, mm. it, it felt really honored and uh, proud like, that mm. whatever we have done uh, is being recognized. Mm. Yeah.
0: I think both of you gave uh, all our listeners a very comprehensive idea of uh, all these beautiful memories in the past. Mm. Right, for May Queen, you remembered all the fun activities. And I can see that it's really intentional that you remember all these fun activities because normally you will probably remember the work more. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but this time around, you brought up things like annual retreats, the workshops that uh, we do. Uh, these are all the fun activities so-called. Annual retreats are very important for us at mm. right? Like you say, it's not just a time for me to download the Corporate Strategy of the Year uh, to the rest of the people in the firm. But it's really a time of bonding. Mm. And uh, I know that some listeners will be thinking, like, yeah, I mean, we have gone for many corporate retreats before. Usually there's a lot of downloading of numbers, KPIs. But actually we know that our retreat, uh, most days are fun days, not so much work days. Um, and the one thing that is very special indeed is the finale night, right. la, because that is the moment whereby um, people working in the company, they become very vulnerable. Right. They share not just the good moments, but the difficulties they have gone through over the last uh, 12 months, right. and those moments are very precious. precious and and yeah. Actually, very proud that even though now uh, we are almost 40 people, Uh, We can still do that. (laughs) Uh, The finale night, uh, 40 people, uh, adults, employees, colleagues, uh, but being able to be very vulnerable and share personal struggles, not just at work, Mm. uh, but also uh, at home. Mm. right? And Vincent gave the other perspective of uh, work. Um, The enjoyable moments comes from being able to journey with our clients from the time they started with us, and yes, those are precious journey because when they come, they are much younger, healthy. But now that they are aging, mm. I'm actually grateful that we are also healthy enough mm. to journey with them and to support them la, in right. what they want to do, whether uh, because they are sick right. or they want to retire. Right. I think if I were to share my own memories, right, uh, like you, May Queen, I wouldn't be able to point to a specific one, but as you all were talking it's not so much uh, memory per se, but I think what I'm most grateful about when I think back over the last 22 years, uh, and Seth asked me that question that day. Mm. He said, you know, uh, how is it that over the last 22 years, the partners never quarrel and stayed together? You know, and I was quite surprised that he asked this question. But actually, it is amazing that over the last 20 years, uh, I mean mm. we, yes, of course we debated, mm. uh, but we have never really quarreled.
2: Trust is yeah, probably and we trust, trust and that submission to yeah, authority. We may have differing opinions, mm. but at the end of the day we submit to authority. Yeah. But I think trust is the thing that holds us together.
0: Yeah. So I told Seth all these things, but I say underpinning these uh, these things, Probably I told him it's because we are of the same faith. Like we understand, right? And because of that, uh, it's not easy for six people. And then I'm the second most junior amongst the seniors, <laughs> if being the most junior. And the <laughs> and the two most junior people in the in the senior group became the CEO and the deputy CEO, right? Right. So it speaks a lot about humility, the willingness to submit, uh, and that's probably how. We have gone through so many crises, difficulties together to be uh, where we are uh, today, So those to me are, are precious. And like I said, they may not be memories, but it's um, yeah something that I'm really grateful about. Uh, I think Vincent, you mentioned a little bit about it already, but well, I'm going to ask you this question anyway. What are you most proud about, Provident today?
1: Probably two things. Uh, yeah. One have to do with uh, our culture. So the, you know, it's have always been uh, since day one. I actually went through uh, the work plan that we had, you know, since 2003. <laughs>
0: oh, you kept it? Huh? Yeah, I kept okay. it. It's in my folder. You're so very childish now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I, you know, the, the purposefulness of the leaders to lead more the support and empower everyone to you know to live and breathe our core value and also the the intentionality and the mindfulness of our people to respond to the mm. call of action uh, is is unique to to providence uh, mm. to me mm. yeah it's it's a very nice culture that we have yeah so we know that in Jesus is I'm very proud of our people mm. yeah mm. Uh, the second is really how we stay true to our uh, true our first love la. Mm. the Chinese woman the true thing you know is to do the right thing for the clients uh. mm. you know, our single focus on fiduciary care for our clients mm. we have no bad one uh, just how mm. how are we going to do it yeah mm.
0: yeah yeah thank you yeah it queen
2: What I'm most proud of would be you know I remembered this news. Business Times article sometime in November two zero one eight, mm. you know where uh, there was this article that it stated that you know uh, Provident how we make a name for ourselves through ethical practices, so I'm I'm really proud you know of the recognition Provident has you know for being a company known for doing good, yep. you know good work, uh, and. I think it's not just at the ground level, but even among the high net worth so-called community, you know, Providence is known. And I was told that, you know, even in some boardroom meetings, you know, Providence is mentioned, you know. So, I mean, I think it's something that we can all be very proud of because Mm. we are just a small company. Mm. And through our, you know, uh, our passion of, you know, this persistence in continuing to do what is the right thing over the years, you know. We have gained for ourselves a very good brand name, mm. something that cannot be bought with money, mm. right? It's through what we have been preaching, practicing and doing all these years. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think if you ask me, this is one of the things that I'm, i mean, the, the thing that I'm really most proud of, you mm. know, that I can truly say, yeah, you know, it's all through what we have been doing.
0: Yep. Thanks, Queen. I mean, all those things that you have mentioned, uh, I'm proud of them as well. So I don't want to add on, but um, as I was thinking of what you were saying, the one thing that came to my mind is, um, you know, McQueen, you mentioned in the initial years, it was really tough. And we had to simplify our lifestyle. Uh, Some of us, we were staying in private property back then. And then along the way, we sort of right-sized Uh, Today, when I look back, all the founding members, today we are staying in public housing. Mm. Uh, We never felt the need to go back to private property. We don't drive big cars, um, which is contradictory to, at least when I first came into the industry, I was told that you need to look successful, uh, you need to dress up successfully, you need to drive uh, a decent-sized car, to impress our clients. Um, but we never had to do any of those things. Yep. Today, all of us, we can continue to take our MRT, take our bus. But the clients that you advise, they are many, many more times financially successful than you. The wealth that they let us manage, we probably will never achieve it in our lifetime.
1: Sure.
0: But yet, they trusted you with the money. Yep. Right? Even though they know that you stay in a five-room flat, a, a, a HDB flat. So that's something that I'm very proud of. But I know I didn't prep you for this question. Uh, so it's impromptu. It makes it authentic. <laughs> uh, why is it that you don't feel the need to go back to those lifestyle, that lifestyle of, you know, I mean, everybody in Singapore, not everybody, a lot of people, they want to upgrade to a nice property, drive a bigger car. Why, why is it that you don't feel the need to do so? Uh, maybe I'll start I'll give me a bit more time to think right. so I, I'll start with uh, Vincent
1: perhaps uh, f- first I think is I would, I would say to, uh, my wife is uh, someone who uh, told me that um, she don't move she's very happy living uh, where we are living right now mm. uh, one thing for sure uh, I can't speak very much about other Uh, developments you know Uh, the 10 years that i spent in private condominium Mm. uh, versus that you know the last 13 years that i spent in public housing uh the the relationship with the neighbor is very different Mm. yeah so we we really enjoy our time currently with all our uh, neighbor Mm. yeah they they were uh, really like a community you know Uh, my wife often go to this um fruits outlet and, and and bought purchase all the fruits mm. um, with everybody in, in the community mm. Yeah, and they then they do things together uh, my neighbours can come out to borrow like or uh, sauce, sauce sounds like yeah. a good old day yeah. in the yeah, 70s sounds like a good old day mm. Yeah, we, we never have to lock our wooden door it's always just a gate I was just told that yeah. they don't lock
0: their wooden door yeah. <laughs> please don't tell people where you yeah. stay
1: Yeah, of course uh, where I am is very central, you mm. know, uh, and, and it's suited to our lifestyle very much, like You know, with a lot of greens and we are outdoor people, mm. yeah. So that's that's definitely uh, we don't have a very strong uh, reason to mm. move. Uh, the other reason is probably when when come to uh, how do you then you know preserve your money, you know, make it work harder for you. Uh, somehow the property options have never come out la, mm. uh, over all this year. Mm. Yeah, we, are, we are happy uh, putting our money aside uh, in, the, in the globally diversified portfolio stuff as well. Mm. Uh, more straightforward, mm. you know, not so uh, troublesome. Mm. And in with the more recent implementation of all these cooling measure in property, that's, that's you know, totally, you know, shut our ideas about even buying, thinking about buying a property. Mm. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Vincent. Yeah. Mequin?
2: I think having a like a bigger or a, a nicer car or a bigger house wouldn't spark joy to me. Maybe I may be a little bit, a little happy for a short time. Mm. But after that, no, it won't be it's not long lasting. And uh I I don't need I, I mean I don't need all this to make me feel important or you know that self esteem right you know I feel good or I feel lousy just because I tell oh I stay in the HDB, I don't feel ashamed or like you know I'm a little less so called lesser than someone so I don't mm. need all this, uh, to make me feel that you know my own self worth, mm. and I suppose there are, I mean I feel that with the money right I could actually put to better use. Mm. To, to pursue other things which are more important or even about relationships, like spending money on relationships than all these things.
0: Yeah, I guess it's all about knowing what defines you. Yeah. It's not the material aspect of life that define all of us. And hearing from both of you, you are just doing things that are practical, uh, doing things that will make you happy. Right uh vincent's case practical because you know your house is near the greens and right you know central singapore easy to travel so that's the practical aspect Mm. now if you are listening to this don't get me wrong i'm not saying Mm. that if you stay in a (coughs) private condominium and you drive a big car shame on you and you are Mm. you know you are just proud people no i'm not i'm not saying Mm. that right i think there's absolutely nothing wrong right Uh, if you find that staying in a nice property and driving a car makes you happy and makes uh, your family happy. Absolutely. Uh, But I'm just sharing that from our perspective, there is no need to chase after wealth for the sake of chasing after wealth. And there is definitely no need to try to pretend to look that you are very wealthy in order to advise the wealthy. Because uh, like I always say, our clients don't come to us because of our wealth. They come to us because of our wisdom. Yeah. Right. So I just got one final question uh, before we end. And that is, as we are celebrating our 22nd anniversary, what are some of your wishes for the firm? So maybe I'll start with Queen first.
2: Mm. Um, my wish is that Providence can continue to serve, you know, many generations of our clients, you know, our clients' kids, kids and all that, providing them with the same, you know, most honest, independent and competent advice. You know, the DNA of Providence continues. Um, you know, actually, as just now, Benson was sharing, you know, uh, you were asking about the memories we had, right? I kept thinking about, you know, our, our staff, our self-providence, But actually, I forgot, I really enjoyed, you know, those moments, sessions with clients. Uh, Not not so much on the the numbers part, the numerical side, you know, but clients sharing, you know, their concern, their worries, anxieties about their kids and Mm. all that. Uh, You know, it is not easy, right, to have someone, you know, to share with you. Sometimes it's like, what is like the innermost uh, feelings, you know, and it's the fact that they trust you, that they are so open to share all this. And over the years, you know, some of these clients, of course, some clients, we are always on a professional relationship, but there are some clients whom we have become friends, you know, over the years. Mm. So it's something that I really appreciate. And also, which means that, you know, sometimes on days I'm just thinking, oh, clients entrusted us with their life savings. Uh, We want to make sure that we are around so-called for the longest time that we can to continue to serve them. It's it's a very heavy, I feel that it's a very heavy responsibility that we have, you know. It's not just helping to grow your money or, you know, to maintain uh, your wealth, but, you know, that responsibility to really, you know, continue with what they come to us, you know. In the first place, yeah. Thanks so me, yeah. So my wish is that we can continue, you know, to continue to serve the many generations of you know clients, uh, and also for our Providence staff, our own people. That may they find fulfilment in in their work, knowing that you know, in whatever various uh, capacities they are right in their roles in Providence you know, they are you know uh, doing something great.
0: Thanks, May Queen. All
1: yeah my wish is very similar to the oh, Q okay. my, my biggest wish for the firm is really to have an outstanding mm. uh, new generation of leaders mm. uh, who will grow the firm to many times bigger we know the um, advantage of you know size um, size yeah uh, holding on to the to the tightly to the to the core value that we have protect our cultures, yes. jealously you know and then continue to relentlessly pursue, and deliver the excellent level of fiduciary care for uh, our clients and their childrens. Yeah, and perhaps you know expanded uh, clientele so that we can we can uh, serve more people. Mm. Yeah, um, especially after yeah you know, people like us, the first generation founders retired. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah. I think. All Um, Both of you have shared what is in my heart as well. I mean, our purpose statement ends with we want to be the light of the financial world, Mm. right? And I hope that in the next 10, 20, 30 years, we are no longer around. The next generation of leaders will continue to perpetuate this aspiration of wanting to be the light of the financial world and that this deep value of wanting to do the right thing for our clients will continue on. Right. Yes. Uh, despite all the temptations that we may face because in the uh, financial services industry, sometimes the temptation can be so real, right? Just wanting to make the extra dollar. But when we started Providence, um, we told ourselves that that's not the way we want to go. And you'd be just a waste if one day uh, we make decision based on making more money for the firm because it would have defeated the very purpose of why we started Providence in the first place. Yeah, so we, I think our wishes for the younger generation is to continue to carry this torch of doing the right things uh, for our clients. Absolutely, yeah. So, thank you very much, both of you, all, for thank you. taking time to prepare this and to share with all of us. I am sure that uh, this episode, there will be many downloads, okay, because people are so sick and tired of listening to me. So, it's great <laughs> actually to listen to uh, other people, especially the founding members of the firm. I think right. they hardly hear you all uh, speak, um, but I'm sure that, you know, there'll be. Uh, It'll be really refreshing for them to hear both of you.
2: We hope so. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be.
0: So thank you very much. And thank to you, all of you Chris. out there who are listening, uh, we just want to thank you for not just listening to our podcast, but following our podcast. And for those of you here who are our clients and listening to this, we just want to tell you that we are very grateful that you trusted us. You have mm. not just placed your monies for us to manage, but I always say that you have in fact, you know, given us a chance to enter into your life, uh, to journey with you. So thank you very much. And if you like our podcast, please continue to follow us uh, from all the various uh, social media platforms. Every time when I end this, uh, Helen, which is the producer, will always remind me or tell me that I forget to remind all of you to please follow us on our various social media platforms, whether Facebook, LinkedIn, Uh, Spotify and wherever you are listening the podcast from. So thank you once again.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris.
0: All analyses, views or opinions from interviews, recommendations and other information broadcasted, podcasted or published herein are provided for general information purposes only. Information expressed does not take into account any specific situation, particular needs or objectives and should not be construed as specific advice or a recommendation. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Provident Limited does not accept any liability for any loss whatsoever arising from any use of the information broadcasted, podcasted, or published herein. All contents and information contained herein may not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part by any means without prior written consent of Provident Limited.